another episode of the V Auto Podcast. I'm Lance Helgeson with V Auto, and I'm delighted today to have Cece Brown, General Sales Manager of Cisparo Buick GMC in New Mexico, join us today. Cece, how are you feeling today? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Doing great. Thanks for, for joining us for the podcast. And maybe as a good place to start, Cece, um, Give me a little sense of how you got started in the car business and what brought you to your current job. Actually, I got started in the car business. Uh, I started in the service department. I was actually a service advisor. That's how I got into the car business. And uh, thereafter, I uh, made my way to sales. And, um, you know, I mean, now here I am. <laughs> so how long have you been with uh, Cisparo? I've been with Cisbaro uh, going on three years here in February. Yes, okay. sir. Okay, and I understand from a past conversation that used vehicles is something that's kind of been up your alley uh, in the last couple of years. So tell me a little bit about your used vehicle operation. Um, maybe what was it like, you know, when you got started? What were some of the things you ran into as that became your responsibility? Well, you know, the uh, the Cisbaro dealership, um, they are well-established, you know, well-respected here in Las Cruces, New Mexico, but they were very traditional. I would say we, we they were very traditional at the time. So uh, coming into the dealership that has uh, um, just that traditional mentality, to me it was, it was a little different because I have different ideas and uh, different type of process that I was trying to implement from uh, I would say from my prior experience from other stores and training that I that I received from uh, my mentor actually his name is Bill Haas. Okay. He um, I you know when I started in the car business once again I was I started in service from service he I started in sales and after that he took me under his wing and kind of showed me you know the ropes you know I told him I was interested in finance and so on and so forth I moved my way from finance to desking and uh, after that I actually took over his position as a general manager of a, a huge used car dealership in El Paso, Texas. So, you know, I sat with the guy every day, you know, countless hours just digging in and asking him processes. Why do we do certain things and why do you do that? And this is the reason why. So I was able to implement all those things that I've learned throughout the years from Bill Haas when he brought me over actually to the Kia dealership here in Las Cruces. That's where I started before I came to the Susbaro. Okay. So... You know, he he showed me uh, he just showed me the ropes and what I need to do, how to watch things, and uh, having a, a background in service, I was actually able to bring that here to the Cisbars, the processes that I had at the Kia dealership prior to uh, this dealership, um, getting the vehicles out within 72 hours, having that 72-hour rule, and actually living by it and making sure uh, these vehicles are frontline ready within 72 hours. So. Do you find at Cisparo that um, when you you mentioned earlier, CC, that they were they were more of a traditional dealer? So, what did you see with with your vision for maybe where things could go? What did you see as possibly the opportunity that maybe the processes you had learned could help your dealer and the group? Well, I think that the processes and the opportunity was it, it was there. It's just making sure we actually start the process and try them out and just getting everybody involved and buying into the process is one. Um, I, I, I can preach and preach and preach all day long about how it could work until we actually, you know, uh, take action 
and they can see that once they see the results and then you know you're going to get more of a buy-in and that's that's just what I, I had to do here it just you know it, it, was, it was a growing store every it, it's a growing store it's a great store it's in a great location it, we just needed to tweak a couple of things to you know to move uh, forward so what, what what was the volume like and maybe your turn when you got started there well, the turn from before when we got started here, yeah, I knew it was it was fluctuating. But before we got signed up with Viato, uh, our turn was actually 4.97 per year. And uh, you know, once again, it's it's just certain things that I wanted to do. But I was here for about a year and ten months before we got signed up with Viato. I was familiar with Viato from our previous dealer uh, previous dealership, but we were using a, a different um, um, inventory management tool here. Access bar when I when I when I arrived and started uh, employment here, so you know we just I used what I can, but there were just certain you know obstacles. Once again, they were very traditional, so uh, I just had to go, basically, <laughs> bring my bring my knowledge and I would say I, w- I wouldn't say expertise, but you know for my my experience and actually utilize it at the store and show them what the new way of uh, doing business could do for a dealership such as. Uh, the dealership that I'm in now says borrow dealerships. Okay, so you you mentioned a 4.97 turn. How did that translate? What, what was the size of your inventory at that time and your monthly sales? Uh, the size of inventory at that time, we were probably holding right about I would say 75 to 80 cars. That's what we would have uh, in stock, yep. um, and we were averaging between 35, 40. And you know, some months we would hit 50, 55, but the average would be about 35, 38, maybe 40 units a month. What did that translate into in terms of like the average age of your inventory? Oh, average age of inventory when when we started it was 93 days. The average days of inventory, yes, sir. So, so you felt the weight of of that older age stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, sir. I and, sure did. And what was it then? So. You had some familiarity with Viato, but but walk me through, Cece. What was it like to maybe get folks in the dealership to say Viato is what we need and Velocity is what we need? Well, it was you know of course it's, it it was an obstacle at the time because when like like anyone else, if it's uh, something new to uh, to a person or to anybody, it's it's a bit scary. So it, it, it's going to be a little bit harder to, to buy into something that you're not very sure about. We have our um, rep, Martez Logan, actually. He was very persistent on getting signed up, and he and I established a relationship. And I told him, I believe, I believe, trust me, I believe. And, uh, you know, finally when, when we got signed up, you know, I, I was able to realize, actually, for as much as I've known that I thought I knew about Viato, that was barely scratching the surface until... Um, you know, we signed up and actually dove in and, you know, did what uh, all the trainings that I had to do with, you know, I think my performance manager, starting with Pete, uh, he was, you know, he was, he was very relentless in getting on, on the calls and, and I was just very excited just making sure I, you know, I, I, w- I want to be a sponge. I want to learn, 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 show me, show me, show me, and then I'll just apply it. And uh, I didn't, I didn't do anything different than anybody else. It's just, you know, this is what I was instructed to do. They said, hey, if you do this, these are the results. The results that you're going to get. So I just, I didn't do anything different. It wasn't, it wasn't magic or anything like that. It wasn't, um, it's not rocket science. It just, he told me this is what I need to do in order to get these results, and I, I followed his advice, and 
here we are. We got the results that, that we were looking for. And we'll talk about those in a second. But I, I'm curious, Cece, once you, say, turned on the auto and started looking at the data, maybe what did you notice that was different than what you had from the other systems you guys were using? Actually, the V Auto system was very much more in detail. You know, I, I don't want to call it a crystal ball, but to me it's almost like a crystal ball because, you know, if you're looking at your competitive set and so on and so forth, you can actually price, you know, price within uh, in your market. And actually, then you can also dial in and how many, uh, what's your radius? You know, you're starting from, what, uh, 200 miles all the way to 1,500 or all, all of the United States. So, you know, I, I can, uh, I can say easily dig in from, you know, 250 miles, 300, just to see what, what, uh, what my competitive set is. And of course, I was taught by, um, by my PM how to do all, all that stuff. So I just dig in. But it wasn't something that you can basically, I would say, it's not something that you can just, uh, do one time and leave it and let it do its thing. It's something that you have to constantly watch. But you have to be disciplined and you know keep an eye on it. You know you have to you have to keep an eye on it daily. That's and that's what I did. And that, and that sounds like that's kind of the nature of the market today. Is it changes? It changes all the time. Daily, yes, sir. What was the first thing? So you had the auto. Um, I gotta believe, if I know anything about what it means to bring the auto into a dealership, is you had to reckon with the fact that you had twice as many cars as you were selling, and Probably, I'm guessing here, Cece, but uh, part of the reason that your your average days uh, in inventory was so high related to pricing. Um, so I guess tell me a little bit, and the folks listening, what were some of the first things you did to straighten things out? Well, straighten things out. First of all, I was now I'm able to price uh, according to market what my competition is doing, and it, it, trust me, it was very scary from the beginning. <laughs> I was just, I was, I was like, wow, is this, this is about to happen and this is going to be the consequences. But you know what? And I talked to my PM and he was like, you know what? At the beginning, that's what it's going to look like. But this is the part of basically almost cleaning your inventory and getting you in line with the market. So I said, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take your advice and this is what we need to do. Be priced within the market. And, uh, of course, I had to uh, get rid of uh, quite a bit of old age units at the time. Um, you know, of course, I knew we were going to lose on, uh, on, on some of these old age units just for just because of the way we used to buy cars, once again. So, and uh, we just had to change, you know, several things of being uh, the, the traditional buying and so on and so forth. Uh, but, but utilizing the auto to what it's really worth and to what's, what it really is for not just to uh, uh, pull a book out or look at Carfax and look at if there's any accidents. You're actually, you, it's, it's, uh, it's a great tool just to let you know what's going on in your market and to put yourself in a, in, in a position where you can actually sell your vehicles and uh, be competitive. That's, you know, with, with, with your competitors around you. I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, uh, Cece, but it, it seems to me that perhaps um – from the buying perspective then, was did you guys maybe shift from the classic kind of cost-up approach to maybe more of a retail-back approach? Yes, in a way, and that's, I think that's the reason why we had uh, a lot of the vehicles that uh, it, it has aged, and not just that, it's actually also having, uh, you know, the wrong inventory. You know, we have to be able to look at what's actually selling in your market, and for that, for this type of inventory, 
um, you know, what, what it would do, how long is days to, uh, you know, days in the market, uh, days supply. You know, it's, it's everything. It's, I, for us, it opened up my eyes a lot more than just, hey, you know what, let's go buy a, we're going to buy this vehicle for X amount of dollars for this type of book. You know, I'm going to own it for a clean book of this. And sometimes that, it's, it's from using the auto, I'm not so scared to look at the book anymore. I'm not, I'm not saying not to use the book, but it's going to tell me what this vehicle would do if uh, I, I will also have an exit strategy if I, if I want to take a chance on a certain trade or some certain vehicle that I am purchasing. It's, it's very, very helpful. So it, it tells you when it's going to sell and when you can get out of it or how you can get out of it. it so it's more of, an, of a sense of looking beyond the buy to see what that car might do for you from a retail perspective and a front-end gross perspective. Absolutely. And uh, with, with, this, uh, with this tool, with the auto, now I am, I've opened up, um, I would say, our, uh, we opened up the, our, our doors, our, 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 uh, our market into different buyers. Now I am actually able to keep vehicles that before we would not typically buy because of, uh, of the brand and so on and so forth. But now I'm able to look at, okay, I want to take a chance on this type of vehicle and I can see that it does sell in my market and it does well and how well it does or if it's bad, I can walk away from it. But now we're able to, uh, uh, you know, purchase different uh, makes and models that we used to not purchase just because of uh, the, you know, once again, the traditional way of, of doing things and buying vehicles. So, what would be an ex- so am I am I hearing you right, CC, that that uh, the traditional way might have been stick to the brand mostly, <laughs> yeah. if not entirely. Yeah. yeah, it's mostly stick. You know, stick to the brand. It's your. Uh, um, you know, stick with your core brand. I get it. I get that. But now uh, I am able to purchase other brands and uh, different trim levels that I was scared of purchasing before or the company was scared, scared of purchasing before uh, just due to, you know, we didn't know what it would do at our lot. But now we're able to bring uh, customers and people that would never set foot in the Buick GMC lot because, we, you know, we wouldn't have those uh, those types of vehicles or those brands of vehicles. Just for the folks listening in, Cece, what's an example of a of a car you you might have just completely avoided? Say it's maybe on your lot every day. Man, I I have avoided. Um, I would give you an example like a Lexus IS two fifty. Okay. Because uh, you know, to me myself, if, if if it was for myself, I would buy an a Lexus IS two fifty. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. But you know, traditionally. They were saying, "Well, that thing should be uh, uh, that thing is purchased by a bar in, by a by an import store per se, and that's 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 the type of customers that would buy them." But I do agree that's the type of customers. But in my mentality, is just okay. If 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 we are selling cheeseburgers at this lot, that's the only people we're going to get is cheeseburger buyers. But if we also want to increase our if we want to increase our volume, why don't we carry uh, ice cream? You know, in, in in that sense, if I carry ice cream here, people will now will come in. To my to my store that only sells cheeseburgers, but now we also have ice cream. Now we have ice cream buyers that's coming in, and that's how we're able to increase our volume. And you know, with with the with the with the increase of volume, of course, growth comes with it. So, yeah. not to uh, go back to the pain, because uh, I know that we maybe don't want to think about those things. But when you were clearing the table that you described a minute or two ago, CC, mm-hmm. what did the wholesale losses or the, the, the losses you took at retail amount to and how long did the pain last oh gosh man I, I couldn't even 
explain and how painful this was and how much a retail loss we were were taking just to clean the table, like you said. Um, It took me literally just being, I'm just that laser focused type of guy. It's just, if I know there's something that needs to be done, here's a task that needs to be done. This is how it's got to get done. I said, you better get out of my way because this is, I'm, I'm going to run over you if, you if you get in my way because I know what I need to do. It took us literally uh, 60 days. Okay. okay. 60 days to turn the store from uh, 4.97 turns to 15.75 a year. And our, uh, our average days of inventory went from 93, uh, I believe, to 28. Wow. Wow. And, and what about the volume? What, what's your? Uh... Oh gosh, it's that's it's actually pretty scary. You went from a, an average of thirty-five to now I am averaging between fifty-five and sixty a month. Wow, <laughs> nice job. And I guess if uh, if I'm doing the math correctly, and it's not my strong suit, but um, <laughs> if you if you're turning fifteen times a year, you're probably stocking close to. Well, almost less than your your retailing every month. Is that right? Uh, yes, sir. Actually, I'm, I'm I'm right now. To be honest with you, I have on my lot. I probably have I would say between eighty nine and ninety three cars right now. Per se, that's 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 what I have on okay. the lot. Okay. So you're you're selling them fast. Basically. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're trying to. Now, tell me a little bit. You, you mentioned before about um, taking a chance on cars from time to mm-hmm. time. What are the what are the things you're looking for, CC, that that would say I think this one might work for us? What are, what are the metrics, maybe? Oh, the, oh, the first thing that I would look at. Um, well, first, if whenever I am buying the vehicle, uh, my my performance manager Joe, he is man, he is always on call with me. I think I've established uh, a friendship between <laughs> these guys, between Pete and Joe. Because I am always on the phone with them, and they know I am not. I'm never. I'm not scared to ask a question. There's, you know, the only dumb question you ask is the one you don't ask. So I, I, I didn't care. You know, I would stay. I would stay on the phone with them. I would even call them on a Saturday, even we don't have if we don't have a, a, a scheduled call. And they would, you know, they would take my call because they knew I was eager and I want to move forward. So uh, the things that they coached me with one would be your, of course, your um, average uh, average days days in stock. And what, what, what was your market day supply? Market day supply, I, I would want to keep under 90 and under. So when I'm purchasing, uh, you know, I, I look at all the 90-day cars the most. If something that I want to move fast or if it's a perfect world, I would be looking at 60 market day supply. And has, so. you, has your net, you mentioned, alluded to this earlier, uh, Cece, um, but prior to really getting into Velocity and V Auto, um, where did you buy cars from auctions or wholesale sources, and how how is it different today? You know, actually, we would only buy, uh, of course, from your. Um, we'd, we would get a lot of program cars, sure. and our dealership we didn't really go out further than uh, 350 miles, which is Phoenix, Arizona, to us. You know, and why, we was, would pay. why was that the policy? Uh, you know what? To be honest with you, once again, that's just probably the uh, uh, the traditional way, and that that's what how they did business at the time or at this store. To be honest with you, I, I really didn't know, but all I knew is that the Stockwave basically opened up my eyes to show me, hey, you look, you don't need to stay only to 300, 350 miles. You can go as far out as you can, but you know, with the tool, the Stockwave, it tells you, you know, basically you can 
dig in and dial into basically how much you're going to own the vehicle for. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it'll tell you whatever your market day supply. It just depends on how you want to buy and what vehicle you want to buy. You can calculate your shipping. You, cal- you can calculate your, your reconditioning. You can calculate everything you want to on that and, and let you know, hey, is this a good vehicle for you? Is this a fit vehicle for your store or is it, does, does it fit your, uh, your, uh, your, your, your market or your, um, your per- not I'm saying perfect inventory, but, you know, what inventory you'd like to keep? Does it fit there? So, you know, when I do my purchasing, that's I really use that almost as a Bible, I could say, okay. before I do any purchasing that I, that uh, on, on in, in any auction, actually. And and just for listeners who may not be aware, Stockwave is another wholesale acquisition tool that the Auto offers, which brings all the auction cars into one place. And as uh, CC alluded to, um, has a business plan where you can kind of size up what makes sense from a cost and market day supply standpoint before you make the buy, sometimes way across the country. I'm curious, Cece, what's the farthest out you went to buy a car? You know what? I have gone all the way out to Florida now okay. to purchase a vehicle. Okay. Um, and, of course, with, with that being said, uh, there's just certain things that my performance manager um, um, shared with me and basically how to buy it. It's they, they you know they they'll teach you everything. They will just all you have to do is basically it's it's not it's not once again it's not rocket science. Your performance managers will tell you uh according to your area, you know, what what there's not they're not secrets, they're just I guess processes and procedures that you need to follow. You know, I'm uh, I, I was so scared to buy all the way out from Florida and and they were asking me, Well why would you be out why would you be scared to buy out in Florida? I said, like, Well that's far away. Well by the time, you know, I'm thinking by the time I get it here, all the costs and so on and so forth, I go, well, that's what Stockwave is for. You can calculate everything according to, you know, what you're purchasing it for and how you should buy it. And it even tells you, you know, do not purchase this vehicle for more than X amount of dollars. It will guide you and they'll tell you, you know, to just stay within, within your budget or according to what's, your, what's the profit margin you would like to, you, you would like to obtain. So. Let me, let me ask you a question, Cece. I hear from dealers from time to time, and, and probably not dealers as much as used vehicle managers and maybe buyers, that given the competition these days in, in the wholesale space, that they just can't find the cars for the money that they want to pay. And I guess given what you just described, what would you say to them? Well, that is... <laughs> I'm not going to say that no longer exists, but just by using the tool, it's going to help you. It's, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm, well, let's talk the traditional way. Hey, you know what? I don't want to spend no more than a clean book of so on and so on and so forth yep. car, right? Yep. And I can sit here and tell you, I will vouch for it and I will show you, I will screenshot whatever I need to. I have purchased a car, I would say about 1000 to $1,500 higher than book. And when this, when this tool has told me, okay, you know what, if you purchase for X amount of dollars, okay, you should be able to sell it within, I would say, uh, I think I'm, I'm trying to find the exact number here. Uh, I think I believe it was 37 days. Okay. The vehicle sold in 29 days. So I'm kind of like, okay, it sold eight days before it said it was going to sell, and it did. And that's what got me to really, I'm talking about 100% buy-in. I had the buy-in, but this thing, I was like, okay, let's see how, re- how good really this tool is. And what it told me is going to sell in 37 days, and it sold in 29 days. And I said, you know what, maybe that's just a fluke. Let me buy a couple more cars and go strictly buy this Bible. Let me go through it step-by-step step and exactly do exactly what it's telling me to do. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I've, it sold maybe to the T. 
and the I will say worst case scenario, it might have exceeded two to three days after it was it it was uh, uh, not guaranteed, but right. it was that it would it would sell. You know, it should sell within X amount of days, and it would probably exceeded more no more than three days. So you're you're when you're buying cars, you're kind of getting a sense of where you can price it if you buy it for X amount of dollars and understand maybe at that price how long it might take to get there. Correct. Okay. And but the thing about it is with with the uh once again with the coaching of my uh with my uh, performance managers between uh Pete and Joe, they would tell me, Okay, this is one of those things you have to keep an eye on. You have to see who gets in your market because you know if you, you, you may be number two today, it may sell in X amount of days, but if you don't watch it tomorrow, you may be number five tomorrow. But these are the things that you have to watch. It's, it's, it just has to be a routine thing. You have to, once again, you have to believe in it. You can buy in as much as you want, but if, until you start um, applying it, until you actually start using it, it's, you know, it means nothing. It's not going to work. I promise you it won't. So just a couple of uh, kind of closing uh, points here, Cece. I'm, I am curious. You you basically you know kind of cleaned up the the losses, if you will, um, that maybe the dealer was feeling before. Um, your volume is up almost double from where you were before. What kind of feedback are you getting from your dealer about this thing that kind of started as an experiment of sorts for you to bring your vision to this store? Well, you know, I, I work for a great dealer, which is, you know, Mr. Loose's Bottle and Dance's Bottle. Mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate to be, you know, to be in the position of, uh, of, uh, of bringing this positive change to our, to our operations here at uh, Bottle dealerships. You know, we do have six stores. So, um, you know, the, the, the Bottles, they have been very open, uh, very supportive uh, of the risk, but the outcome has been very, very, very positive. For definitely for our Buick GMC store, and that's what we're trying now, trying to implement uh, it to uh, the rest of our uh, organization um, to make sure everybody's, uh, you know, everybody can uh, succeed just like uh, what we did here at our Buick GMC store. Okay, and and another final question, CC, for maybe dealers who have looked at Velocity and Viato and kicked around the idea and, and thought, you know, that really isn't for me. Seems like it's awfully hard. Um, what might you offer to them in, in terms of advice about making that transition, if they choose to? You know, the, the, the biggest step, the biggest thing that I could suggest to anyone is give it a try, but when you do try it, Make sure you follow the steps that's recommended, and you know stay in touch with your uh, with your performance managers. They do know best. They will guide you from start to finish. And once again, you know, I'll, I will say it again: it is not rocket science. You know, they will tell you this is what you need to do, step by step, and these these are the outcome. These are the results that you will get. You know, and and and, and it, it has worked for me. And and I'm, once again, I am no one special. I'm not. Better than anybody else. I, I don't have a magic wand or anything else that that uh, <laughs> that that creates these deals for for a used car department. But you know, with that being said, with the success that I've had, I've you know I've I've gained basically um, uh, the trust of the dealer, which is Mr. Uh, Mr. Luce's Bar and Dance's Bar. That hey, you know what? Now, now now they're willing to try a bunch of different things that uh, that could you know that could move the needle. That's that's what that's what it's all about. 
So if if you guys out there, if all the dealers out there are, are you know, if you, whoever is listening, I would suggest to give it a try. Give it a try. Work it. Use it for what it, you know, for what it's supposed to be used. And uh, just make sure, you know, you just apply yourself and listen to your performance managers, and they will lead you to success. I promise. Fantastic. And I th- I'm going to pull a Columbo on you, uh, CC. <laughs> Um, and I, I realized, you know, that you have increased uh, volume, and I should have asked this earlier, but um, what did it take to get your service department geared up for the faster pace, the faster velocity of cars that are now coming their way to get Frontline ready? Well, just setting up a process like um, um, I was able to bring – over to uh, to this dealership, what I had before, is just we have to just streamline everything. You know, you just have once again. I'm very process oriented. Um, you have to basically inspect what you expect. Uh, every day, I take my walk with. Uh, uh, I take a walk to uh, to my service department. Uh, I, I will speak to my uh, reconditioning uh, technician to make sure we're in touch. You know, all day long, I'm on the phone with them. This is what needs to be done. But we, you know, we also set parameters. You know, uh, if if, you, if it's I will set five hundred dollars. If it's anything less than five hundred dollars, just go ahead and get it done. Anything over than that, you know, you let me know. I'll set up a budget for them. But with that being said, we made everything simpler and easier. So now my actually my vehicle my vehicles run to the shop. I will have it out the shop by the time it hits the ground from the auction when it's de- when it's delivered. It will be in maybe the same day. Depends on what time it comes in. It's out of the it's out of the shop. If there's a special order, it's you know it's of course that's a special case. It's usually out of the shop within 48 hours. After 48 hours, it goes to detail. It comes back, and then we actually uh, we post pictures online mm-hmm. as soon as possible. So within three days, this vehicle would be uh, frontline ready, and pictures are taken, and it's and it's ready for the internet. Wow, it sounds like the fundamental part of that process is just clear communication between your expectations and what's happening with your your folks in service. Yes, and holding them accountable to what's uh, what the expectation is. You know, it's just once again, it's it's not a it, it, nothing can go in cruise control. It has to be a day to day grind, <laughs> like yeah. what we say. It's every day. You can't you know you can't sleep. It's just it has to be. You have to have a process every day. You have to set set time of the day when you need to sit down and visit with your uh, with your uh, uh, reconditioning manager or your service, whoever it is that you that you are dealing with, and just let them know what the expectations are. And, and hold them to it, you know, hold them accountable and make sure you just have a good, clear communication between um, your service department, the parts department, and obviously your detail. And, uh, you know, we actually hired, we've done, you know, we've, we've been pretty successful, so we actually had to hire someone that does kind of like an inventory manager. Okay. He takes care of all of our pictures. Okay. He does, we get them frontline ready. You know, I have to teach him all of that. But, you know, of course, once again, now that I am the general general sales manager, I was able to uh, um, to now to also take over and, and and replicate the things that we are doing that we did. I'm sorry that we did with our used car department. Now to our new car department, also with another tool by uh, by Viata, which is Conquest. So you know I'm I'm all in, and uh, I was sold first with uh, with with you know with of course with Viato, Stockwave, and now we're also digging in definitely with conquest so fantastic well cc thank you for taking time out of your day to to speak with me and share your perspective and story 
Um, congratulations on your success. And is it possible maybe in a few months we get back on the horn and, and talk again? Absolutely. Maybe we can talk more about uh, uh, Conquest then. I'll let you know how, how, we're, how well we're doing with Conquest. Let's give it some time to marinate. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Yes, sir. Thank you, Cece. And, folks, thank you for joining this episode of the B-Auto Podcast. Until next time, stay well. 